Although there's a standard clause in every ksuba that says that every husband promises his wife in the ksuba that if she becomes a widow and therefore she now needs support, that he will support her and she'll be able to live in his house the entire time that she remains almana. However, Agamara says that the din is that after her husband dies for the first three months, the din is that she will get mezoinus and she'll be supported from her husband's assets. But after that period of time, she doesn't get supported any longer from her husband's assets, and not from the Ayavam's assets either. And Rashi explains that a Yavama is not similar to every other widow. The Hasam calls Manshlinis Laacha that in the entire time that she doesn't get married to anyone else, but he marries and she says that the reason that I'm not getting married to anyone else and therefore I still need support is because Machmas plainly bailed the the because since I had such respect for my original husband, therefore it's impossible for me to find a suitor that's similar to him, and therefore it's really my husband's fault I'm not getting married. So Yeshlamidans, therefore she has a right to support. But Zak Rashi or Yavam is different because of Alhach Agida Biyavam, since Yavama has Shaykhis and is connected to the Yavam, Lefikach Ilma Nikhsibalmazinis, therefore the husband's Yarshim say we don't want to support her any longer because she really should do Yibam and get married. But the Maisha, she can't go and collect from the Yavim either until the Yavim does Yibam to her. And the Gemara continues, that let's say Rachel actually takes the Yavim to a Dintaira and she wants him to go and either do Yibam or Chalitza and then they pass him that he has to do Yibam or Chalitza and he can't wait any longer and then because he doesn't want to do anything for her so he runs away. At that point, the Din is that Rachel will have a right to be supported from the assets of the Yavam. And Rashi says the reason why we require the Yavam to now support her is because the Kinsinale, since he's causing her to be Aguna by running away and causing her to be continuously Asul Shuk until he gets back, therefore we go and we knas him and we take the Mizaynis from his Nechasim. However, Ayin Taisis that he says, the Gemara is not only talking about a situation where he ran away because of her, she writes a lot because he wanted to cause her problems, they writes a and he didn't want to do Yibam or Chalitzatar. And Taisa says, that after Bezan already passed that he has to do Yibam or Chalitzatar, he had to run away either because there was some sort of rebellion and therefore it was dangerous to be around, or he owed people money and therefore he ran away, but not because that he wanted to get away from Yibam or Chalitzatar. But at this point, since Bezan already passed in any case, that he had to do Yibam or therefore the Rabbanon also said that he has to stop giving him his witness and he has to support her if for whatever reason he doesn't do Yibam Mokhalitza, even if it's Machbas and Oynes. And the Gemara continues with another case, What would be a din if Rachel falls in front of a Yavim that's a cotton? So for example, Reuven was married to Rachel, Reuven dies, and his other only brother is Shimon, who's still a cotton, let's say he's 10 years old, and the only way that Rachel will actually be Mutl Shuk is only after three years, when the cotton grows up and becomes a Gadol, and now could do Yibam Mokhalitza, Lesla, so certainly she shouldn't get from the oven because the cotton didn't do anything wrong, and of course, there's no reason to knas the cotton, but me bow my woe be it in. Can she still get support from the husband's assets? On that, Gemara says, One says she would have a right to the nechassim of the husband, because in this case, it goes back to the regular standard in of an amana. Because the only reason why we said that the din is by amana that has a din of Yibam, that she doesn't get from the husband continuously because she could get married, but over here, since she can't get married because the child is anyway less than by mitzvah, therefore she would still get nechassim. And she would still get mizaynis from her husband's assets. However, Bechadam, one says, Lesla, she 
doesn't have any rights to any assets from the husband either. And the Gemara says, Allah is less law. She doesn't have any rights, not from the husband and not from the oven, because Mishimai Kansua, because of course she can't get it from the oven, because the oven didn't do anything wrong. He was an earnest, and therefore, of course, there's no reason for a class. And she also doesn't have a right for support from her husband's assets, because the Misa, the husband didn't do anything to cause her not to get married. It was her luck that she fell Libam only in front of a cotton. And the Gemara continues, as we said before, that once Reuven died, a person has to wait three months in order to perform Yibam Mochalitza with Rachel. So the Gemara says, that let's say, even though of course it was not the proper thing to do, but Shimon goes and does Chalitza to Rachel within three months after Reuven dies. And the Gemara says, that at that point, Rachel can't get married with Shuk right away, and she still has to wait up to three months after her husband dies in order to go and get married. And as Taisa says in Daflam and Hiram Beis, it's Muchach from this Gemara, that although that the brothers did Chalitza prior to the time where it was vowed to Chalitza because it was within three months of the death of Reuven, however, the Chalitza is still valid as we see that all we say is that Rachel still can't get married until the anniversary of three months after her husband's death. And we continue on that Mem Beis However, if the brother does Chalitza to Rachel after it was already three months after Reuven died, then he don't have to wait another three months and Rachel could go and marry Lashuk right away. And the Gemara says, Havi, we learn from this price. So, that the three months that we mentioned before, that there's a din of Hamtana, Mishas Misabal, is only from the time of Reuven's death, and you don't start counting it only from the period of time once the Yom does Chalitza. And what would it have mean to be that you have to wait three months after the Chalitza occurs? Because Chalitza, of course, is B'makam Gerishin, and we know you have to wait for three months after Gerishin, and therefore maybe after Chalitza we have the same din. But the Gemara now asks, why would this be different than a get? Do Rava Because Rava there says that you have to wait for the time that the get is actually given. And Shmuel says it's the time that you wrote the get. And the most Rishayim, the question of this Gemara is from the Shita of Rav, because Rav says that even though from the time that you wrote a get, of course, they couldn't have relations, and therefore really we should start to count of the time of Avchana from the period of time when he started writing a get, because we know that if someone writes a get and then is nisyachet with his wife, that it's considered a get yashon and the get would be puzzle. And therefore by the fact that he went and gave this get to this woman, it must be that this get was kasha and they didn't have yichud and didn't have relations even since the time of Ksiva. And still Rav says that we have to only count from the time in the Sina. So the Chari over here, but Chalitza, we should say that even though since the point when her husband died, she didn't actually have any relations, but the Maisa, we should still only count from the point of Chalitza when she's Mutalashuk, just like Bidigayah Gerishin, we only count for the period of time when you're only Mutalashuk and you have no Shaykhis anymore to your original husband. And the Gemara answers, Amurav, Rav explains, Kaval Chayma Issacharis Hatata, Issalav like Kalshkain, that since Bidigayah and Issacharis, we say that she's Mutal to go and get married, therefore Bidigayah and Issalav, we will also allow her to get married. Now, what does that mean? Since we know that after Ruben dies, the reason why you can't go and do Yibam Tar in during that three month period is because maybe you'll have Yibam with her and it'll turn out that actually she was pregnant and maybe that child will be Ruben's child and therefore she really had a child beforehand and therefore she was and she was also to have relations with Shimon and Shimon therefore would be Ba on Eshazach and still we say that once it's three months we allow Shimon to go and do Yibam so certainly in the case where Shimon does Chalitza where the only Issa 
between the time that Reuben died and the period when Shimon did Chalitza, that Rachel can't go and marry anyone else, Minashuk, was not an Issa Kares. There was no potential of Issa Ishesesh because the Maisa Reuben died. The only Issa was Lysia Ishesa Mesachutza. And therefore, of course, in that case, we're going to say that all you have to wait is three months and not longer. And two quick points. First of all, the Gemara said, after three months, you don't have to wait for another three months once you did Chalitza. And Taisi brings from Rabbi Natam that's Dafka if he did Chalitza, because then the Chalitza is Muchach Shaloi Ba'alel. Because if he wanted to beer with her and he really had a desire for her, he could have just done Yibam. And therefore, by the fact that he did Chalitza, it's Muchach that he never had any relationship with her. And that's why if Shimon does Chalitza to Rachel after three months after her husband died, then of course she could go and marry anyone in Minashok at that point, and we don't have to worry about Avchana. And what Taisa says, let's say there was only one brother, and that brother actually died after three months from when her husband died, then it would be that she would have to wait another three months because we have to be chayshish that maybe she had relations with that brother prior to him dying. And also, Ayin Taisa's Maishna Miget, Rav Ayin Taisa's how he learns our Gemara, a little bit different than the way we explained it, and it's a little bit more intricate. And the Gemara continues and quotes from Mishnah that our Mishnah was first talking about the din of Yibam and we said you have to wait three months, and then we said the Chayin Shachal also by all other women, the din is that you need to have Chana. So, for example, if Ruben was married to Rachel and then Ruben died or he divorced Rachel, the din is that no one can marry Rachel until they wait for three months. And the Gemara says, Bishlam Yivam Kedamar, and we understand why you have to wait for three months when you're going to do Yibam, because, like we said, there's a problem that there's a Chash that if Rachel is pregnant and has a viable child, then really Shimon would have been either on an Issacharis of Eshesach by having Yibam with her prior to three months. And therefore, we wait three months to make sure that it's not being over on Issacharis of Eshesach. What would be the reason why you have to wait three months in order to go and marry a woman after her husband died or divorced her? So Ram Nachman Amashmol, Ram Nachman says the name of Shmuel, some say the name of Rab, because the Pasuk says, that the Pasuk says, by the Brisbane of Sarum, that Kaj Baruch who said, I will be for you, for our God, and for your children that come after you. I need to make sure that those children that you have are bad your children. I know who the father is. And as Rashi says, that the only way that Shekhinah could be Shekhinah on Klai Yisrael is only on children that are Bada Miyuchas after their father. So therefore, basically, it's Xerus HaKasav. And some say this is that Smachta, and some say this is a Dindaraisa. Masav Rava, Rava is from Abraisa. We know the Abraisa said, that if there was a Ger and Geros that were married to each other while they were going, and then they became Gerim together, and they stayed married, and as Tyson points out, we see from here that the Ger and Geros can stay married after they have the Geros, but the thing is that they have to wait three months, and they have to have a time frame of Avchana, just like by any other woman that wants to be married after she's divorced, or she becomes Lamana. But over here, there's no Shaykhs to Avchana, because we know who the father is, and we know who the mother is, so therefore, this doesn't fit in with Shmuel's Kaal, and still we say there's a din of Avchana, so the Gemara says, Hachinami ikla Havchan bin Zereshin is a Bekadusha, Lizereshlein is a Bekadusha. Ain't a Chinami over here also, although you have the Geren Geres who are married to each other, but of course there's a major Indian to know if this child was born Bekadusha and this child was conceived after they both became Gerem, or maybe he was not in Bekadusha because the child was conceived prior to them becoming Gerem. And the Gemara continues, Rava Amar, Rava actually doesn't like the Pshat of Ramnachman in the name of Shmuel, and therefore he says, Gzeres Shem Yisas Achesim Abav, V'yabim Eshes Achem Imai, V'yaitis Imai Lushok, that there are actually four major nafkaminas that can occur if you don't wait the proper time between the first marriage and a new 
marriage. So in all these cases, if Ruben divorced Rachel and then Shimon right away gets married to Rachel, and of course, if Rachel has a child right afterwards, we're not sure if that child is actually Ruben's child or if it's Shimon's child. Now let's call that child Benjamin. Now that child grows up and he lives together with Shimon. He thinks that Shimon is his father. And of course, there's a major chash of rice over here because potentially Benjamin will go and marry a daughter of Ruben and he won't realize that that's really his sister. And number two, if Benjamin is really the child of Ruben, but he thinks that he's the child of Shimon and then Shimon and Rachel have another child and if that child goes and gets married and then he dies without having any children, so Benjamin may come to do Yibam to Shimon's real child's wife, which is of course only his brother from his mother and Yibam is only relevant to your brother from your father, your paternal brother. And in this case, he would actually be Iva on having relations with Aishas Ach, Shaloi B'maka Mitzvah, because of course, the wife of this brother, which is only his half-brother from his mother, he's not Chayiv in Yibam. And number three, let's say the only child that Rachel had is Binyamin, and then Rachel thinks that this child comes from Shimon, so now if Shimon dies and they didn't have any other children, so Rachel will think that she's actually mutter to go marry Lashuk because she's Potim and Yibam since they had a child together, but really it wasn't their child, and Shimon never had children, and therefore Rachel is really a Shimmer Yavam, and she's also Lashuk. And number four, if Reuben and Rachel had a child, Yosef, and then they got divorced, and then Rachel got married to Shimon within three months, and Rachel had another child, Binyamin, who was really Reuben's child, and then Yosef got married and died without having any children, and Yosef's wife, seeing she's Mutter Shuk, as Yosef has no other brothers, because she thinks that Binyamin is really the child of Rachel and Shimon, but in reality, Binyamin is the full-fledged brother of Yosef, and therefore she is Asur Lashuk, as she is Zakal Kulu Binyamin Liyubim. Gemara continues, Master Rabbi Hanani, Rabbi Hanani Isan Rava from Abraisa, then how can you tell me that the reason why you're also to get married within three months is based on these problems that may come out arias, but we have a price that says, in all cases that the Chum said that a woman is also to get married or to do Yibam, the reason for these Tekonis was because the Chum were nervous about some sort of a problem of Vlad. But the reason to wait three months is the Tekona for the Vlad, which is Mashma, like the reason of Shmuel, the Tekona for the Vlad, to know who the Yichas is. And the Gemara says, Vim Isa, if Rav is right, that the maybe you'll go and marry your sister from your father. It is also takana because you could come to Arias. The Gemara answers, that's really what the Brayse meant. That ever means that all types of xeris, the reason why we make xeris is because we're worried that Ruvain and Rachel will actually have a problem right at that Maisabia, that they're performing some sort of Maisabia, which could be an error. However, this xeris of Hamtana is Mishim Takana's Vlad, this is the reason that you made a takana is for the child himself. It's not for the people that are having the beer. It's for a later problem that may happen to the child that maybe at that point he potentially could be Ivan and Issa ever. And the Gemara continues and says that we said that the din of Hamtana and the din of Avchana is for three months which seems to be a very specific time frame. So the Gemara is especially we understand why you can't wait for two months and then get married. The Hainu speaker this will have an actual problem for the child because maybe the child is a nine month child for the first husband for Ruvain and it was full term pregnancy or maybe it was only a seven month term pregnancy for the second marriage with Shimon and Rachel and therefore maybe the child is Ruvain's child or Shimon's child and we have a valid suffix and let's explain these Gemaras with dates so it will make it a little easier so first of all let's just say a cloud that we know in the time of the Gemara a seventh month pregnancy or a full term pregnancy was shy to have a viable child however if a child is born in the eighth month, then the Gemara feels that it was never a possibility to have a viable child. And in our case of the Gemara, where it was a suffix, was where Reuben was married.
married to Rachel, and Reuben died on January 1st. March 1st, Rachel married Shimon, and of course that was only two months after Reuben died. Then Rachel had a child on October 1st, and now we have a suffix. This child could have been born from Reuben, and it was nine months since his death, or it could have been a child that was born from Shimon, and it was seven months exactly after Shimon got married to Rachel. So of course that's a suffix. Why can't Rachel get married one month after Shimon dies? And therefore, let's go through the example. So on January 1st, Reuben died. Then on February 1st, Rachel got married to Shimon. So in this case, there should be no suffix because if the child is born on September 1st, then it would definitely be Shimon's child because that would be seven months from when Shimon got married to Rachel and it can't be Reuben's child because that would be an eight-month period from after Reuben died. And of course, a child that's born after an only eight-month pregnancy cannot be a viable child. And if the child is born on October 1st, then Vadai, this child, belongs to Reuven because it's nine months from when Reuven died. And in this scenario, it definitely can't be Shimon's child because there would be already eight months since Shimon got married to Rachel. You can't have a viable child from a pregnancy that was eight months long. And the Gemara gives one of two possible Terutsum. The Gemara says, Inami yada. It could be that she had the child after eight months. Ikalameima, the Basu, you could still say that it was really Shimon's. Dilma, that even though Shimon got married eight months ago, but the Maisa, maybe Rachel only became pregnant one month after their marriage, and therefore it was really a seven-month term baby, and of course it is viable. And Rashi points out that by the same token, the Gemara could have given another example that we could say that the child was born on September 1st and it was only seven months from when Shimon got married, but the Maisa could have been Reuven's child also, because even though Reuven died eight months ago, but it could be that Rachel became pregnant a month before that, and therefore this child was born to a full-term pregnancy, and it's already nine months after Rachel was pregnant. She says that the reason why the Gemara didn't give this answer is because we had another valid answer. And the Gemara continues and asks, why do we have to wait three months after Reuben dies? If Reuben dies on January 1st, let's just wait for two and a half months till March 15th, and then let Shimon get married to Rachel, if the, she will give birth seven months later on October 15th, then it's Shimon's child because it's seven months after Shimon got married, and if she gives birth six and a half months later on October 1st, so certainly it can't be Shimon's child because he didn't even have seven months since Shimon got married to Rachel, and therefore it must be that this child belongs to Reuben, and it's a nine-month full-term pregnancy from Reuben. Because if it would be the child of Shimon, it can't be that a child that's born after six and a half months will be a viable child. Really, this child that was born after six and a half months really could be the child of Shimon. And even though you're saying that it can't be that it will be a viable child after six and a half months, but you could still say it's Shimon's child, because Mazutra told us that even according to Mandoma, that says that someone that gives birth after a full term pregnancy has to be a full term of a complete nine months. However, someone has a child after a seven month pregnancy, can have a child after six months and a drop. Shenemon says it's possible. It was after the Kufa and Yomim. We learned that Shmuel was born after six months and two days because Miat Kufa's base, the Miat of the word Kufa is, is talking about two seasons, which is of course six months, and Miat Yomim base. And when it says the word Yomim, it's referring to two days. Therefore, once again, by waiting two and a half months is not going to be a valid way of waiting, and therefore we need Haptana of three months. Why do we say they have to wait three months? Let Shimon only wait even a little bit, and they get married to Rachel, Reuven's wife, and Tyson points out, when it says, 
Rashi lav dafka because Shetzrich lahav to shloish yom shalklita sezera. And Rashi also says it's not dafka or drop of time. It means one or two weeks, and then Shimon get married. Why? Because vichimalu shloish chadashim libatka. What we should do is that if there's three months later from the point that Reuben died, let's just go check her and to see if she has simanim that she's pregnant. And in those days, there were no pregnancy tests, and therefore Rashi says, what was the test that liyay misses bivli after three months? Shederich ubalias nikali botka bedadel kederich nashim. Let's go check her the dying to see if she looked that she was pregnant three months after Reuben dies. Since you go and check her, if you check her and she's pregnant, therefore you know that this child belongs to Reuben. And if you check her and she's not pregnant at that point, therefore we'll know for certain that the child belongs to Shimon. And that the Gemara says that that doesn't work because we don't check a woman that's already buried. Because Amr Safra in Baikin said the Suez, it's not proper to go and check a person who's married because even though this examination could have been done by women, but it still was made her a little bit disgusting to her husband that she needed to be checked in this manner. And the Gemara is, there are other examinations that you could do which won't be disgusting. For example, let's just go check how she walks. And Rashi says that a woman that's pregnant for three months, since she has a child, therefore she's heavier. And if you go and walk her onto some soft sand, it will cause an imprint and therefore it will realize that she was pregnant. And the Gemara answers that this test is not foolproof. A woman could cover up her pregnancy when they give her this examination, she'll walk in a softer manner and this way they won't realize that she's pregnant and the reason why she will do this is because she wants her child that will be born now to get the Yerusha from the current husband, for example, if he's very wealthy. And since it's not foolproof, therefore a woman can't get married a couple of weeks after her husband dies and the only eight is for her to wait for a period of three months. And the Gemara continues, if the reason for Afghanistan of three months is to make sure we know if this child is the child of Reuben or of Shimon. So if we know that Rachel is already pregnant at the point that Reuben died, so for example, she's already pregnant for three or four months, then let Rachel get married right after Reuben dies. And we learned not like that in the A person now will go marry the pregnant wife of his friend after, of course, she was divorced or his friend died or the nursing wife of his friend. And she just ran over there is if he does get married to her then he has to give a get for the Aksa and he has a class that he can't get remarried to her even after the period that she would wean the child from nursing so the Gemara is asking a question how can you say that there's an Issa over there if there's no problem of Khan at all and that Gemara says over there the reason that you can't get married to Muberes Chaveroi Umeinekes Chaveroi is because over there it's not based on Avchana over there it's based on another problem because maybe when you'll have beer with her she'll have another child and that child will be impregnated together with the child that's an Ubo, and then it'll cause the original Ubo to be killed. And the Gemara asks, how can you tell me the reason is by every marriage where Reuven and Rachel were married legitimately, and Reuven and Rachel now expecting a child, Reuven should be also to have any relation with his wife because maybe it'll cause that the child should die. And the Gemara answers, if it will coin to the mandam that says you're allowed to use a moich in that situation in order to protect the child, then you shouldn't become a pregnant again, then you'll use a mic, you'll use some sort of protection. And according to my number that says that Kosh Baruch will have Rechmanis, so where you're going and have relations and you're going to go and marry or Menekes Chaveri, why don't we say and why do we say that it's also to have relations and you can't get married or Menekes Chaveri? And the Gemara therefore now changes this reason. It says the reason before they now marry Megubaris Chaveri Menex Chaveri is not because Shem Etasa Ubersandal. Hello, Mishum Dachsa. The reason why you can't 
marry Muberes Chaveri or Menechus Chaveri is because maybe Bishas Tashbish that you're having with your wife, you'll actually crush their child, as Rashi says. Bishas Tashbish But the Gemara once again is that should apply to your own wife as well. And Lachira, if Reuven and Rachel are expecting a child, then Reuven that's married to Rachel should not have be with her the entire time of pregnancy because maybe he'll crush your child. So Gemara answers the day on your own child you have Rachmanis and therefore you're going to be careful. So Gemara is Hachinami Chayislau. Here also, when she gets married to another person, we're not worried that person wants to go be miskaven and kill a child, as Rashi says she ain't under miskaven Lara Ganefesh. Therefore, you can't say that the reason why you can't get married to Muberes or Menekes Chaveri is because of Dachsa. And the Gemara finally says Al Stam Muberes that any Stam woman that's pregnant, eventually when she has a child, she has to nurse that child in order to make sure that that child is healthy and be a viable child. And we turned up Membeis and Beis Dilma Yabra. Maybe if you get married to Muberes or Menekes Chaveri. She'll become pregnant, and she won't be able to nurse afterwards because her milk will now not be proper and not be healthy for the child, and the child will die. Rashi says not that she'll kill the child, but that her child will die because of starvation. The Gemara once again is if you tell me that we're worried that she won't be able to nurse, so a person shouldn't be able to have any beer with his wife either once she's pregnant because maybe the child will not be able to nurse at some point and maybe the child will die. The Gemara if you own child, you'll make sure to give the child eggs and milk and you won't have to nurse at all. If so, then why do we say that you can't go and marry the Menekes Umu Beres because maybe she'll become pregnant and if it were, she'll be stopped nursing but by her child also, you'll just make sure that the child will be able to stay alive by having eggs and milk and not nursing. And the Gemara answers, the second husband will not give her enough money to buy Beim and Cholov for this child, and mainly the child will die. However, if there's a husband and wife that have a child that's so nursing, of course the husband's going to make sure to take care of his own child. The Gemara so let her go to the Yarshim and take the Nebesdin and say, you have to make sure to give us money for the child to eat. Because a woman is so embarrassed that she doesn't want to come to Bezdin and start a fight with anyone, therefore of course that this child will die. As Rashi says, not that she'll kill the child, but because of that, it'll cause that the child will die from starvation. And the Gemara continues and quotes from Mishnah on that Mem Alf and Alf, where the Mishnah said, "Bechin Kol Shanoshim Lois Asuli Nasu Atchiyul and Shloish Chadoshim Echa Besulis Vecha Buulis Echa Grushis Vecha Almonis Echa Besulis Vecha Larusais." So the Mishnah said that all women have a din of Hamtanim for three months, and does it make a difference if this woman was a Besula or Buula, or if the reason why she wasn't married to her husband any longer is because she was divorced or she became Almona, and it doesn't make a difference if she was married before and. She she had Nisuyan, or she only had Kedushin. And the Gemara is, it seems from the Mishnah there are six different cases, but Lechayra, high new Besulas, high new Arusas, someone that said Arusas is generally a Besula, and Lechayra, high new Beulas, for high new Nisuyas, Lechayra, someone that's a Beula, is generally a Nisuyah. So why do we have to say all of these four cases in the Mishnah? So Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Ena Chanami, Hachikama, this is what the Mishnah means. Achas Besulas, Achas Beulas, this dinner Bamtana is for Besula or for Beula. And does it make a difference if this person was Shins Almon, Eidiskashu, Beimina Erisim, Beimina Suin, and that's what made them a Besula or Beula. And really, there are only four different possibilities on Mishnah. There's a woman that was divorced, either she was a Besula or a Beula, or she was a Namana, either that she was originally a Besula or she was originally a Beula, because, of course, she was only from Kedushin or she already had Nisuyan. In the next Gemara, we'll once again discuss our Mishnah, Daf Mem Aleph, where we had a Machlekes between the Tanakama and Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yesi, where the Tanakama said that we make a loy plug and we said that any woman that gets married and then gets 
gets divorced or it becomes almana has to wait three months not only to get married and have the suyan but even to have kedushin. However, Rabbi Huda states and Rabbi Yesi agreed to that point that someone that was married before could actually go and have erisin because there's no reason why you can't do erisin since you're anyway not going to become pregnant. However, someone that was only a Rusa beforehand and therefore couldn't have had beer with her original husband, she could even get married even before three months. Gemara says, Rabbi Laza wasn't in the base marriage one day. Ashkler Rabasi, so he saw Rabasi Amrulay. So Rabbi Laza said to Rabasi, My Amr Rabbanan Beit Medrash, what did Rabbanan say today in the base Medrash? Amrulay, Rabasi said to Rabbi Laza, Hachi Amr Rabbechan, Rabbechan said, Halach Rabbesi, the Allah follows Rabbesi. And Rashi says, Why did Rabbechan say that Allah follows Rabbi Huda? For Rabbi Huda and Rabbesi agree to each other. So Rashi says, Because since we know Rabbesi and Muka Imai, therefore Rabbechan was passing like Rabbesi. But the Gemara asks, Machladi Chidah Polygla, it seems that the Tanakam and Amishra, that's Chaluk on Rabbesi, seems to be a Das Yachid, because if it would be a Rabbim, then the cloud that would pass on Rabbi because the Mukha Imai would not apply when he's against a Rabbim. And the Gemara therefore says in Enechanami that Rabbi was only Chaluk on a Yachid, which we'll see in a moment is Rameya. And where do we see who this man is? Because by the time we learned to the Brisa, Haresha Haisa Redufa Lelech Lebesavia, is there's a woman that always ran to her father's house, and therefore she wasn't around before her husband died, Aisha Hila Kasma based by law, or her husband was angry at her, and therefore they never had relations prior to him dying or divorcing her, or her husband was incarcerated, and therefore they didn't have being either prior to his death, and the great years in, Aisha Hila Baila was Lamedinusiyam, Aisha Baila Zakin, her husband was older, and therefore of course they couldn't have children, Aisha Hila was sick, Aisha Hila Hikhailo, maybe she was sick, Aisha Pila, Achamisa Baila, or she already had a nafal, and she miscarried after her husband died, and therefore she can't be pregnant any longer, Aisha Hila Sakara, or she was a Kara, or older, or Katana, or Katana, or Ionist, or she ain't related. But in all these cases, bottom line is that she couldn't have any children, and therefore, there's no reason for Amtana. Kul and Srikas Lahamtan, Gimel Chadashim, Divra Meya, Rameya hold that no matter what, even though there's no reason for the din of Amtana, they still have to wait for three months, and therefore, we see the Tanakam of Amishnah is Rameya, and he's a Das Yachid. So just like in Amishnah, even though in some cases it wasn't relevant to Amtana, we made a loy plug and we said that you still have to have Amtana for three months. Here also, you see, Rameya says that even though that the Takana is not really relevant over here because there's no purpose of having Amtana since she couldn't have a child. However, the Maisa, we continue having this Zera of Amtana for three months. And Rabbi Huda, Matali Arasvili Nasimayad, or some of the guests of Rabbi Yesi, was Matahar to go and get engaged and have Kedushin and get married right away because, again, there was no purpose of having Amtana for Gimel Chadashim. So we see the Machlech is between Rabbi Yesi is with Rameya, and Rameya is, of course, a Das Yachid, and therefore the Psak is like Rabbi Yesi because the Mukri Imai. And the Gemara continues, and he doesn't pass on like Rabbi any longer. Now, Rabbi Yisif, Rabbi Yisif said back, if it's true, Rabbi Yisif doesn't pass on like any longer, it's because the reason is because he heard a brisa that was taught in Karim Yavna. Of course, Yavna was the city that Rabbi Yisif caused to be saved by going to the king and then having a wish. And the wish was that he should save the Chachamim in Yavna. And they created Yeshiva, which was called Karim Yavna. And Rashi says, that they would sit in rows like a vineyard. The Tanya from the Chacham that we're learning Karim B'Yadna. So it's not a Das Yachid, it came from the actual Chachamim, and therefore was Rabbi Yesi Choyluk on the Chachamim, and we're not going to pass on Rabbi Yesi. And the Chacham said, that in all cases you have to wait for three months and not like Rabbi Yesi. And that's why Rabbi Yesi was Hada, and he holds that Allah does not follow Rabbi Yesi. Rabbi Yemi said to Rabbi Jacob, he asked to come into Rabbo when you go to Rabbo, Rabbi Lay, 
Pesach in the following stira. Mir Rabbeicha Halacha Rabbeisi. Could it be that Rabbeicha would say that Halacha follows Rabbeisi? The Amr Rabbeicha, but Rabbeicha states Halacha is Stam Mishnah. We always follow a Stam Mishnah. The Tanan Am Mishnah had a Stam Mishnah for the Tanakama, as it says, Kol Nashim Lo Yinasu, that all women should not get married. Vlo Yisasu, they shouldn't have kedushin. Achi Yulam Shlosh Chadashim until they have three months between the death or the divorce from their original husband. Achas Pesulus, Achas Pesulus, etc. So Amalei, so he responded back. The Rav Melachaha, the one that asked the Shaila. He wasn't careful with the Kemach that he would actually go and give out, that he wasn't careful that it was actually good Kasha. Because Amish is not a Stam Mishnah. Amish starts off with a Stamma because it starts off with a Stam Tana. Right afterwards, we bring down the Machlaikis and we bring down the Shita of Rabbi Huda and Rabbi who argue with the Tanakama. And then we know that in Allah Kistam, that Allah does not necessarily follow the Stam. That Rabbi himself said, if there's a Machlaikis and then there's a Stam, Allah Kistam, we always go like this time. But if there's a stam, if there's a mission that starts off with the stam tana of the achach machlekes, and afterwards we do machlekes, in the stam, the halacha doesn't necessarily follow the stam mishnah, and therefore that's why Rabbi Yechon could say that halacha follows Rabbi and we will stop over here.